This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any ever, 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 ever. Yeah, that's our new policy. Uh, We're doubling down on you can't have any. And uh, today we're talking about prunes. Yeah, everybody's favorite laxative. Or are we talking about dried plums, the name the prune growers came up with uh, so that you would stop associating their product only with laxatives? Yeah. What do you think about the old dried plum marketing push? Well, I mean, I was. It seems like you know, it was like a big joke at the time, and uh, and yet it seems like it like semi worked in the sense that I think the no, actually the the prunes that I bought today. Sometimes I buy the supermarket prunes, and sometimes the Trader Joe's, and these are Trader Joe's pitted prunes grown in California. Hmm. Well, either way, I I think it's pretty sad that prunes have gotten a, a bum rap, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Did you prepare that before you came in? I thought of it literally a split second before saying <laughs> okay, it. Okay, I'm genuinely impressed. Yeah, I'm, I I mean, there's a reason why you hired me to do this show. Um, yeah, because um, <laughs> I looked at your resume and it was all butt jokes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, uh, prunes might be my very favorite dried fruit. I'm going to go out really? on a limb and say it. I'm going to say it. Okay, so what are what are the other dried fruits that that were that are in the running here? So okay. there's for me the other dried fruits that come to mind are apricots. Sure. Some people call them apricots. Uh, <laughs> Those people are apes. <laughs> dates. Specifically, I would say medjool dates medjool. are in the running for me. Oh yeah, very good. Sometimes they like golden raisins. Mm-hmm. Dried figs. Uh, mm, mm. Mm, they're not in the running for me. Okay. Uh, any other dried apples? Like um, yeah. a little leathery. Right. I like them once you kind of like have them in your mouth for a little bit, and they kind of absorb some saliva. Um, that's weird, and I know what you mean. But anyway, I mean, I like I like dates, but sometimes they're so sweet that they kind of make the roof of my mouth sting or kind of tickle a little bit. And dried apricots, when you get a really good one, like those Blenheim ones, yes, those are incredible. So sour, so bright, so apricotty. But on the whole, a dried plum or prune is consistently delicious. I, I think they're wonderfully balanced. They have got they've got this deep kind of almost savory flavor. They're yeah. juicy. They're 
Ah, I love them. Oh yeah, I love I love the juiciness. I was going to say that too. That uh, you know they're they're the dried fruit that seems like it's is always moist. And, yeah. and never gets to well. I okay. Sometimes it gets to that point where it's like trying to get your teeth through an iron bar, but usually not. How do you feel about the word moist? Uh, it's skeevy. Oh, I feel fine about it. Really? Moist, moist, oh, moist, moist. I feel moist, like moist. <laughs> you just ambushed me there because I thought that was one of those words that everybody complains moist. about. Moist, 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 moist. Uh, great. So, <laughs> so let's see. So we've gone off the rails like <laughs> two minutes in. Well, let's take out that walk down memory lane that we always take. Let's do that. So I, I'm sure I ate prunes growing up. I don't have any memories of prunes. What I have is memories of my dad drinking prune juice and oh, me thinking it was yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Did, did he, well, maybe we shouldn't talk about this because I, I, he might listen to the show, but. Oh, I, he does. Did he take it for laxative purposes? I assume so. Yeah. Do you think it actually works? I've never tried it for laxative I, purposes. I think it actually works. Wow. Well, my childhood experience with prunes, you know, involved, of course, thinking they were really funny, which everybody did. Of course. Um, But my dad really liked to make stewed prunes, which I also like to do. I have made some stewed prunes for us today, and I'm looking forward to eating them. Yeah, well, I'll I'll hold off on talking about my dad's until we get to talking stewing. So we do have some prune juice. Do you think we should break it out yet? Yeah, let's do, because I went to the trouble of going to the grocery store on the way over here and and (laughs) sacrificing my dignity by walking down an aisle of the grocery store while holding a container of prune juice. And nothing else? Which is basically, yeah, and nothing else. Which is basically like advertising to everyone you pass, like, hey, I'm constipated. Did you you add some other stuff to your cart? Like if you're you're buying condoms at the drugstore, like, you know, I'll just take this, uh, this cake mix and this apple and this prune. And I I did not. I did not. But I'll tell you what I did do. I strategically went to like the self checkout line. Oh, of yeah, course. I did not want to have to make eye contact. <laughs> um, kids, do uh, do a self checkout <laughs> once, once a month. You know, my dermatologist um, says I should do a self checkout yeah. at least once a year. Right. So okay. So we've got the we've got the prune juice. Let's taste it. Okay. Let's do it. So uh, you texted me. See, I forgot to get prune juice for the show. I was going like, to get some yesterday and put it in the fridge. And then I realized this morning that I forgot. So I texted you and said, can you grab some prune juice on the way or should I do it? And thinking, oh, please, please don't make me be the one <laughs> carrying the prune juice down that's the That's how I came to throw myself under the bus. Right. So my point is that the, uh, the prune juice is not that uh, cold. So do you think we should serve it on the rocks? No, no way. I mean, that is not what... what somebody's grandmother would do or or your dad i don't know no no um are there do you think there are prune juice cocktails i feel like the other thing is is that that prune juice has a a certain medicinal aspect to it oh it certainly does (laughs) as we have mentioned and i feel like it's something you'd like you know keep on top of the fridge or maybe like underneath the bathroom sink (laughs) <laughs> like with the with the Drano, yeah. Like here, yeah, and then, here are our you know, like, supplies for unclogging or like, things, like, or like the Pedialyte or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do know what you yeah. mean. Yeah. So anyway, no. Let's let's drink it uh, as is. Neat. Neat. <laughs> Ooh, hear that snap? Oh, do you think we have to shake it? I I did just give it a little shake, but I'll give it another one. Put the do lid you, back on first. Do you have the same <laughs> same superstition as me that that you're not sure if shaking does anything until the lid has been cracked open at least once? No. Okay. I don't know how I came up with this, but I feel like everything's just so like tightly vacuum sealed I, in there. I've actually, you know? now that you mention it. Especially uh, with like, like canned, uh, jarred spaghetti sauce, that sort of thing. Yeah. You didn't shake it, Matthew. You just put the lid back on. <laughs> I talked about shaking it. Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you're not a bartender. You have the most, (laughs) 
you have a real pussy shake. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's plenty. <laughs> no, should I keep going? That's, that's plenty. I, I bet this is pretty I good. I am not constipated. I don't need very much of this. Woo, let's, let's get the bouquet. Oh, it smells like a prune. It absolutely smells God, like prune. It smells delicious. I think this is going to be good. Yeah. My God, that's so delicious. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to... Oh, wow. What, what was I afraid I of? I wish you had let me... I wish you hadn't listened to me when I said to stop pouring. I know what's good for you. You know, I feel like this would be really nice with like bourbon or rye. Um. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Woo. It's so good. It. It. Wow. This may be my favorite fruit juice. Okay. I think two things. First of all, I think it would be good on the rocks. And I think it might be good with a little uh, club soda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe a little bit of lemon, little squeeze yeah. of lemon juice just to brighten it. This sounds great. Yeah, I have club soda, and I think I have lemon. Ah, oh, we could try it. I think we should try this. Okay. Did you just say expensive lady juices? <laughs> I did. I should say we should be sure and write that into the agenda for the juicing episode. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Can we do some steroids for the juicing episode? Isn't that, isn't yes, that what yes, like exactly. juicing is? Did you learn this from Friday Night Lights like <laughs> I, I did? I yeah. think I did. Son, are you juicing? <laughs> we need to save this clip for the juicing episode. I, I am now imagining myself in a situation where I'm talking to a kid and like saying, son, are you juicing? And he's like, yeah, you know, I feel great. I've been on this juice cleanse. <laughs> Okay, uh, so we've got some club soda and some prune juice going here. Uh, what ratio do you think we do? I don't know. A little bit. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to... I'm being super scientific about this. Oh, that's that's nice. God, I like that. The little bit of carbonation. Oh, this is really good. <laughs> yeah, this is delicious. Okay, I'm just... Oh, that might be too much, Matthew. I, I realized um, when I was cutting the lemon that, like, you know, you know how to make cocktails and I don't. And probably there's some uh, snazzy way that I should I th- have cut the lemon. I think you assume that that just by osmosis, I've learned how to make cocktails just by the fact of owning a bar. I just by the fact of you writing a cocktail column. I, oh, right. <laughs> I sometimes forget. You know, I was basically just, just speaking as a medium when I wrote that column. Like a medium-sized person? <laughs> No, oh, I like a, oh, oh, like a like a like like for our like bar- a spiritual for our conduit. Yeah, yes. it was just the spiritual conduit for cocktails to pass from Naya Bystrom to the Food Fifty Two audience. Okay, yeah, <laughs> um, I am it a all makes sense now. Okay, conduit. we are going to put up a well, not a recipe. Uh, I was going to say we're going to put up a recipe for this drink, but just put some prune juice and some club soda in a glass and squeeze some lemon in it. It's really great. It's really good. It's really good. Um, I. I think I'd even like it without the lemon. I feel like this is one of the first times on the show when we've tried something that we weren't sure about and it turned out to be way better than we yeah, expected. Yeah, usually we're like gagging and, you know, puking into trash cans and stuff. I didn't even put out the array of trash cans this time because <laughs> I guess I just knew. <laughs> well, you knew that this time it would come out the other end because it was prunes. Right. Wow. I am really, <laughs> I mean, this show's going to need to be x-rated for, for butt material. <laughs> <laughs> and and expensive lady juices. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, okay, moving right along. Let's eat some prunes. Yes. Okay. So we we have some Trader Joe's prunes here now. And I was supposed to mail order some really fancy, expensive <laughs> French prunes called Pruno d'Agen, and but, I forgot. Yeah. So if you look at Molly's resume, God, I'm the worst. Like, there's a whole bunch of of uh, of butt joke. <laughs> experience but procurement not her strong suit <laughs> no, no 
Ah, I love prunes. Oh, yeah, these are great. God, these are great. These are really soft. They're not the most pruny prunes I've ever had. The Trader Joe's? Mm-hmm. They're kind of mild, mm-hmm. like a little sweet, maybe, a little lacking in depth. So I think I've had the fancy prunes before, but I've never done like a side-by-side tasting, and we're not doing one today. So what can you tell me about the oh. fancy prunes in oh. your memory as compared to these Trader Joe's prunes? Well, you know, they, they are wonderfully meaty. They're very, very meaty. I remember them feeling more plump and kind of, maybe even the word might be unctuous. Oh, yeah. Almost like a really good medjool date, but a, a different texture. Um, okay. You know, they taste like prunes, in my experience. They just are really plump and uh, ha- have a really wonderful depth of flavor. Um, I think okay. of them kind of like, so we were talking about Blenheim apricots. Yes. I feel like they are to Trader Joe's pitted prunes as Blenheim dried apricots are to normal dried apricots. Okay. Well, if you ever get your hands on some, you can share them with me. Maybe I'll remember to order them from Amazon sometime. Okay. What about cooking with prunes? Should we should we segue? Let's segue. <laughs> let's let's get on our segways and, and ride around town at very low speeds. <laughs> um, yeah, I was once driving by uh, somebody on a segway tour, and they fell down. And God, there's just nothing more humiliating than falling on a segway. I just hmm. can't think of anything because <laughs> you're I'm, not supposed to be able to fall off of them. I mean. But then, of course, George W. Bush proved everybody wrong with that one. And he also and he also choked on a pretzel, right? He did. He's um, a gifted man. Which is more humiliating, uh, choking on a pretzel or uh, falling off a Segway? Falling off a Segway. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So cooking cooking with prunes. Mm-hmm. My my experience here is is kind of as maybe as limited as your procurement experience. <laughs> Right. Well, then why don't I start out? <laughs> Please. So I, I'd like to, let's start out by talking about stewed prunes. Yes. Um, so my dad, the big prune stewer in, in, our, <laughs> in our household. Um, he, that, was, uh, that was his wrestling nickname. Yeah. <laughs> you do not want to know what his special move is. <laughs> I have to take my sweater off. Oh, I'm sweating a bit. Isn't that amazing that a sweater made me sweat? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Truth in advertising. <laughs> anyway, okay. So um, he basically would just put a bunch of prunes in a saucepan, cover with water, add a few orange slices and a cinnamon stick, bring it up to a simmer, and then he would turn off the heat and he would just leave it overnight. That was his thing. Wow. I usually bring it to a simmer, let it go for like 10 minutes, and then, you know... Cool it down. So his method is almost almost like poaching, I would say. Yeah, almost like poaching. Um, anyway, and what you get is this wonderfully soft, if you overdo it, it's kind of falling apart, mm-hmm. prune. Um, and it gets almost this whiny quality, this whiny flavor from the combination of the citrus and the cinnamon. It is wonderful, and I, I especially like them ice cold, like straight out of the fridge. And this recipe is, uh, or, or one inspired by it, is on your website, right? It's on actually, your, on your blog? I think it might be on the blog, but it's for sure in my first book, oh, A Homemade buy, Life. You should buy that book. You should definitely buy my book. I think your new book might be available by the time this episode comes ooh, out. Can we pimp that? Ooh la la. Let's pimp my new book. It's yeah. called Delancey, and it is available from Simon & Schuster, or maybe was available as of May 6th, depending on when you're Wherever listening to this. Wherever books are sold. Wherever books are sold. So I have, uh, I don't think I've ever made, but I have, uh, I have eaten and enjoyed a um, a stew that I associate with Paula Wolfert. There's a, she has a famous recipe for it that's uh, like a... a 
uh, f- French stewed pork with prunes, and the and the prunes kind of fall apart and just and give the sauce that uh, that unctuous whiny quality. Mm. Yeah, um, prunes are so whiny. I mean, in a wonderful mm. way. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we want to be called dried plums now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the, uh, they have this deep round, low, savory flavor yeah. that works beautifully in uh, in savory cooking. Yeah. Now, having said that, oh, one other thing I, was, I, I wanted to say about savory prunes, there, there is a an MFK Fisher recipe called prune roast. Are you familiar with this? No. It's, a, it's like a roasted pork chops with prunes recipe, but I just love the, the name prune, prune roast. roast. Yeah. Like, uh, let's go. Hey, kids. I, <laughs> you know, having mm. said all this stuff about savory prunes, um, I made I made a sweet prune recipe. It's from uh, the uh, Frankie's 457 Spuntino cookbook. Mm-hmm. And I think this recipe was first written up in the New York Times. It's it's been around the blogosphere a time or two, and I've always wanted to try it. So I'm so glad you made it. I, I yep. haven't had it yet. So I'm gonna I'm gonna plate it up, and we'll eat it and talk about it. Yeah, let's do. Okay, so we have <clears throat> we have determined here that uh, my my plating skills. Uh, what's the opposite of skills? I'm. G- <laughs> Uh, well, your plating skills are a bit like my procurement skills. Yeah, that's exactly it. Wow, I think you made prune caramel. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> you have mascarpone in <laughs> your beard. Yeah. So maybe I did a couple of things wrong with this recipe. It's still delicious. Mm. Mm. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. So this is this is Frankie's wine stewed prunes with mascarpone. Yeah. And it's... Uh, mm. Mm. Okay, so I had no idea how to plate this. I don't know if I'm eating it correctly, but it's delicious. Well, you're, you're definitely eating it all wrong. You're putting it in your mouth. It's not what you're supposed to do. Mm. Yeah, this is from their new series of injectable desserts. <laughs> So we'll uh, post a link to this recipe on the old website. Absolutely, and we'll post we'll post a photo of what's going on here. Like uh, Abby, our talented new production assistant, uh, is going to help us get more photos out in the in the photo stream in in the old public mouth. <laughs> Open up your public mouth because some of our photos are coming in. <laughs> do you think we could do injectable photos? <laughs> are we done yet? I think we're probably done. So make this recipe. Um, don't reduce it as much as I did, but mm-hmm. it's uh, you know it's still delicious. Oh wait, no. There's one thing we have to do before before we let people go, which is we need a name for our prune, our virgin <laughs> virgin prune cocktail, our mocktail. Yes, our prune mocktail. Let's see, what would we call it? The, so old... the uh, uh, prune swizz. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be something like the <laughs> the, the dried plumes. Remember sour plumes? Sour plumes. Sour plumes. I just ate one the other night, actually. Uh-huh. Those are good. Uh, the 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 opposite of a dried plum, the wet wet plum. The wet plum. The, okay. The wet plum. That's it. Yeah. The wet plum. So try <laughs> um, mix mix yourself up a wet plum. It's uh, <laughs> it's just uh, prune juice, uh, club soda, and lemon. And find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, uh, mm-hmm. where we will post uh, links to the uh, the Frankie's recipe, the Paula Wolford stew recipe. Photos. Uh, photos. Photos for your public mouth. Uh, <laughs> well, yep. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. That's the best way to interact with us. And you can leave us a review on iTunes. And as always, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. The show that the show that uh, that comes to you regularly, thanks to our prune consumption. <laughs> <laughs>
No? Yes! Yes! I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterberg. Next up, prune toffee. (laughs) Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.